Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. Our offices are located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. My guest today is truly a powerful champion for our community, Miss Cindy Chavez, Vice President of the Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors. How are you doing today, Cindy? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, I'm excited, Cindy, about what you're doing. I mean, I just can't wait to dive in some of the stuff that we're going to talk about. But I at least want to have our listeners hear a little bit about who you are, Cindy, your journey and how you got to be Cindy Chavez, Santa Clara <laughs> County Board of Supervisors. Give us a little background. <laughs> oh, you are very sweet. And Carl, I'm so excited to be on your show um, so, you know, I have been, um, I'm now on the mem- a member of the Board of Supervisors mm-hmm. for Santa Clara County, and I just became president of the board, <sighs> and that was particularly important to me this year because this is the 100th anniversary uh, year of a woman's right to vote for suffrage for women in our country. And so it seemed really poignant to me to be um, chair of the board and president of the board this year. Um, but I grew up, I was born in New Mexico, I grew up in Fremont, mm. and I grew up with parents who really felt like it was important for us to be activists in our community, and um, that really led me the long way to eventually um, serving as a leader in the labor movement, becoming a member of the San Jose City Council, and becoming vice mayor of the city to serving on the Valley Transportation Authority as I do today and as I'm chair of the the Valley Transportation Authority also and I'm also the vice chair of the Air Quality District of the nine area counties. So this is a busy year. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. You know, um, on a sad note, but it's somebody that uh, really blessed me years ago, ago and I know you're taking after her uh, former Mayor Susan Hammer passed away not too mm-hmm. long ago, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know it, but Mayor Hammer funded the four ethnic chambers in 1990. I know because I was the first executive director for the for at that time it was the Santa Clara County Black Chamber. She mm-hmm. funded the Filipino Chamber, the Vietnamese, Portuguese, and us the Black Chamber. 
what vision she had in 1990. And Cindy, you know, in our community, and I, I want to say this because I want it to be out and on air and on a podcast, you have been probably one of the most respected community leaders since I've been around this community. And I'm talking about everybody's community. I mean, you're not just a champion of the black community, but the Vietnamese community, the European community, the Italian community. People love you, Cindy. I just, uh, I don't know where you're going to go with your political career, but, uh, you know, people love you. And I want, I want you to know that you have our support. Oh, that's so kind. And I, you know, and I really appreciate you bringing up the legacy of Mayor Susan Hammer, because I think, you know, the the fact that she made that investment in so many of our communities has paid off in a lot of ways in terms of the way our count, you know, our city and our county operate today. Um, you know, it's funny. I was when as I was thinking about Susan Hammer, I was thinking about the most significant contributions she's made. And, and you could list them off. You know, she built Mexican heritage. She mm-hmm. invested in the arts. She established the mayor's gang task force. She uh, <clears throat> continued to invest in the, the diversity that is our community, including the chambers that she focused really a great deal of effort to get more um, of our citizenry engaged in boards and commissions and just was really about not leaving people out really, but in a very forceful, kind uh, way. And I was, you know, I was reflecting on the fact that we live in a relatively safe, um, diverse place Mm -hmm. in part because of people like Susan and also people like you, Carl, because, you know, there were a lot of advocates that were really trying to get in the door at that time. And it was an incredible coalition of leaders like yourself that really helped, I think, lay the groundwork for the work that that, um, Susan did and the work that you're doing today. So thank you for your leadership, for the Black Chamber of Commerce. Always, you know, here's another thing people don't know is the Black Chamber of Commerce helps so many people. Like, I I cannot tell you the number of Latino and Asian businesses that that are part of the Black Chamber of Commerce because they they feel like you really benefit their ability to establish their businesses in our community. So so congratulations for all your good work and, you know, for our whole community. I'm so sorry for the loss of Mayor Hammer, particularly to her family who, you know, shared her with us for so many years. Oh, she was a wonderful woman. Now, you're leading a charge on something that I really want to dive into when you and I were talking earlier. Tell me a little bit about this 100th anniversary. Yeah, so we, um, based on this group of really um, rowdy women came in to see me. (laughs) Rowdy, I love it. (laughs) And they said, hey, and this was about two and a half years ago, they said, hey, what are we going to do to celebrate the 100th anniversary of a woman's right to vote? Here And I was like, God, that is such a great question. Mm-hmm. And so with their help, and these were women from the um, AAUW and the League of Women Voters who really wanted us to celebrate here in, in Santa Clara County the 100th anniversary. And so we put together this very large coalition of women who are focused this year on voter registration, voter education, and on, on making sure that everybody counts for the census. So this group of women have really taken that leadership on um, to spread the word and get the information out and to be, you know, on speakers bureaus and do any number of things in that area to to mark the 100th anniversary, not in a ceremonial way simply, but in a, a way that's really rooted in activism. So that it's been very exciting. Hmm. We... Um, 
we took over the street um, in downtown streets in downtown San Jose yes. um, last last August, getting ready for this August, which is the actual anniversary is August 26. Um, and so we're going to be pulling some events together. And if anybody's interested, they can go to the Office of Women's Policy in Santa Clara County. If you just uh, Google Office of Women's Policy Santa Clara County, you'll get to their website and you'll see a calendar of events that are available for anybody to participate in. Oh, I love that. I'm so excited about that. Now, <clears throat> I don't want to be the downer of all downers. Man, I'm so worried about events now. It looks like in our community now, things are happening to where, you know, people may stop us gathering together. What do you foresee in this, Cindy? Is there something you have thought about, like, what if this coronavirus thing is getting a little crazy? What would we do? Yeah, I mean, I think that one of the most important um, uh, issues that that we can, that we really have to figure out as a community is how do we address um, community health in the most robust way that we can. And the the excitement about that from my perspective is that the, you know, people are concerned about um, our, our health and well-being, and we're mm-hmm. really still learning about the virus. But here's what we know about COVID-19 is that we believe that it's um, very easily transmitted from person to person, that it can be transmitted from a tabletop, you know, to a person, and that everybody in our community needs to wash their hands for at least 20 seconds and do their best not to touch their face, their eyes, mm. nose, or mouth. And it's been a challenge, I know, because I know. Um, even our, our public health director, who's brilliant and amazing, and we love Dr. Cody, um, in a press conference that she's explaining not to touch your face, touches her face because it's so, we all do it, right? <laughs> right, so natural. And, yeah, and so part of it is that we're going to have to be really, really diligent about um, hygiene. But the second part of it is that because we know it's... Um, um, can be very contagious. We're also looking at whether or not it makes sense for us to um, prohibit events over 50 people, and particularly in indoors where it's very crowded. So just one other thing I would say about that is that, you know, we're really trying to work closely with all of our um, partners at the federal level. The cities have been great partners, and we're going to do, I think, whatever actions we take are going to be those actions we believe are in the best interest of the health and welfare of the community. And that's really what we're focused on right now. Isn't that, isn't that very interesting? All these wonderful ideas we have to bring people together mm-hmm. and to celebrate, you know, the diversity. I mean, I'm doing a big event in uh, September, you know, the Silicon Valley Heritage Expo, you know, it's all about living and celebrating diversity and now something like this comes. We're just praying and hoping by September it's it's not that way because we want to bring people together. I mean, part of the things you do at the county, you know, you, you're you looking at public safety and health, but you bring people together for coalitions of all types, right? It's crazy when we can't bring ourselves together. Yeah, I think that's right. And I also think we want to do the best we can not to um, not to interrupt people's lives because we have to go on living. We just have to do it in the safest way that we can. I think one of the challenges is that 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 safety, um, 
you know, is something that, that is really our highest priority as a, as a government is really to protect people's safety and balance people's civil rights. And so that's what we're going to have to be taking a much deeper dive on. The other thing I'll just say is that we've seen other communities that are a little ahead of us in terms of this, this, um, the virus, and you can see that it's had a huge impact on Washington and Seattle King County in particular. So recognizing that, you know, is something that we're going to have to do just to make sure we 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 keep on, um, fo- like I said, focusing on public mm-hmm. health, but also balancing that with our daily lives. Yeah, you know what I like to do, and I'm going to take it up on the second half. The fact that you're on the Valley Transit Authority. Um, that's going to be something that we can talk about how that can uh, possibly, you know, be some some way that people can hear now some of the plans and thoughts that people are doing. But right now, we're going to leave it right there, Cindy. We're going to get more of you on the second half. I like it. You're (laughs) listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. For over 25 years, the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and its Center for Entrepreneurial Development have been leaders in providing education and entrepreneurship training to small businesses in Silicon Valley, especially African-American-owned businesses. Their programs, services, and initiatives are designed to help and support those wanting to get into business and to turbocharge those already in business for super success. In addition, Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce offers mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business, all with the help of the Chamber's certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a certified Small Business Development Expert Advisor for free. Call the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and see how they can help you start, finance, grow, and even exit your business, all for more profit. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Well, she's not uh, she's not every woman, but she is a woman, Miss Cindy Chavez, District 2. Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors, the new president of the Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors. Welcome back, Cindy. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. I'm still so excited to be part of your show, Carl. (laughs) Um, I I thought I would just take a minute to talk a little bit about what's happening with the Valley Transportation Authority. And the reason I'm raising it is, as all of your listeners will know, that we're a county that has... Um, taxed ourselves so that we could bring BART to um, Silicon Valley. And we have two stations, one in Milpitas and the other in the uh, Berryessa area of San Jose that are coming um, close to being online as, and available. We're going to know a little bit more about their the timing of their, their opening, but they are beginning um, testing right now, which oh, is wow. very exciting, I think, because our yeah. communities waited way, way too long to be connected via BART um, to the East Bay and San Francisco. Oh, man, that's going to be fantastic. Oh, we're going to love that. Yeah, I love VTA. So tell us more. <laughs> tell us more about that. Well, what's really going to be exciting, I think, is that we have a lot of um, young people and businesses that want to be able to do business um, all over the Bay and want to be out of their cars. So one of the most exciting things I think is going to be allowing for young people at, uh, well, all of us, I still want an education, but all of us to be able to get to a number of universities that are along the route, including San Jose State, that will have a direct bus link to the Berryessa station. So people would be able to take BART, get on the bus and come um, into downtown San Jose uh, while we're beginning the um, 
construction and activities to finish bringing BART all the way to the Deardon Arena Station and out into Santa Clara. So that's actually very, very exciting. And I think, um, you know, people are people are really very jazzed and can hardly wait for it to open. Um, the other, though, is it's a great business corridor. As you know that um, we've got some of, you know, we've got one of the, uh, a very busy port mm-hmm. in, in Oakland and San Francisco in that area, and we want to be able to make sure that our businesses have access to the warehouses and the ports and all of those other um, really beneficial I would say infrastructure for our entire economy in the Bay. And so that's also very exciting. Oh man. You know, when you think about all that together, when BART or whatever rapid transit system, cause you know, there's some new things that are out too. Matter of fact, I have a friend and I'll talk to you about it after the show that uh, he has a Cybertran and he's got a wonderful transportation, you know, vehicle. When you think about transportation, you think about jobs, you think about housing, you know, I mean, a good transportation system opens all that up. So now you don't have to have all housing in one area, which is a real big issue. You know, when people talk about, why don't you build housing near the jobs? Well, you know, you just can't always do that. Right, Cindy? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and also here's something else we're learning about um, transit users, that the closer a job is to a transit stop, the more likely someone is to use it. So even if you live close from a housing perspective, like if you live near it and you can Mm -hmm. take it, but you still have to travel a bit far um, on the other end, Mm -hmm. people are less likely to do it. And so what we're really trying to do is make sure that we're building both housing and employment opportunities right on top of these stations, both for BART and, for example, um, Caltrain. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, you know, between Caltrain and BART, what they keep off of Highway um, 17, as us old-timers call it, or 880, (laughs) um, or um, 101 is... you know, it's a whole lane of traffic. Yeah. And so we've, we've really got to make sure that we continue to invest in these, uh, you know, these kinds of transportation, um, you know, institutions or assets that really can move lots and lots of people all day long, late into the night, so that we don't have to use our cars nearly as much. And not only does our economy really rely on that, but, you know, the planet does too for us to you know, the number one um, contributor to greenhouse gases and climate change is really all the cars that we drive. So, you know, this is an opportunity to do something that's good for the economy as well as good for the planet. And often, you know, we look at those things as being opposed to each other, but that's really not the case. No, I see that, man. And I'm so glad that you're one of our leaders because you seem to grasp that. You know, I'll talk to people many times and I'll say, you know, you cannot stop this autonomous vehicle future because mm-hmm. that's going to help do all the things you and I were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And when I think about Google moving downtown near the Deardorn Station and now BART coming there, I mean, you're talking about a smart city, right? That's, you know, it's eventually you're going to have to go that way. I think you're so wise, Carl. I think we can't. We, I, I think we can't imagine that we're going to halt progress. Yes. But we can be part of shaping it, right? Mm. Like the next generation of automobiles has got to be, um, you know, greenhouse gas free. And and whether that is hydrogen or electric or all, all of the other um, opportunities, I think that we're going to start to see because we do live on a planet with brilliant people. Um, and I think that transportation is, the, is one of the most profound changes that we're going to see in the next 10 years is going to be in that whole market. And I think that's going to be a combination of, you know, new software and 
you know, new materials mm-hmm. to make sure that cars are safe, but not quite so heavy. I mean, I think there's a lot, a lot of opportunity there. Well, you know, that's what our area, we live in Silicon Valley. We're supposed to be people that think like that, right? <laughs> you know, Cindy, I want to, I want to get this out twice if I can. How can people reach you to help you in some of the things that you're doing? So you can give them any email address or however you want uh, our listeners to hear what you're talking about and say, I want to get in touch with Cindy. Oh, I would love that. And, you know, first of all, if you if you Google Santa Clara County, um, our board pops up pretty easy. So <laughs> I want to let people know they don't have to have the exact address, but they can call, they can reach out to me at cindy.chavez at bos.sccgov.org. And my name is C-I-N-D-Y dot C-H-A-V-E-Z at bos.sccgov.org. But if you Google me and you Google Santa Clara County, you're going to you're going to see it. It'll be easy to get a hold of me and I'm very interested in, you know, better understanding what our community's needs are and I'm always open to new ideas and a good thoughtful discussion. <laughs> I want you to give the um, the information since we're giving stuff out about the 100 again. The uh, the office of uh, yeah the women. office of women's policy and if you Google the office of women's policy and um, you can very easily uh, find the calendar for the uh, women's 100th anniversary celebration and the and they'll they'll respond but if you email me I'll get you connected to them as too <laughs> to get you connected to them as well <laughs> now let's talk about your election. Right. You just got elected again. Right. Yes. Yes. So how long is how long is that going to be for? Um, Well, I I am going to be here for another four years and I'm really super honored to to get to serve um, the residents of this community. It's like really pretty amazing to get to do it. (laughs) People don't know how, um, you know, unless you've lived here for a while and you've seen the dynamics. uh, I just personally want to say that. Our our Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors with you, Dave, Susan, all of us, Joe and all. I mean, for that group for the last few years has been one fantastic group. And some of the things you guys have done, you're talking about bold leadership. I mean, funding the Roots Clinic and the studies that you guys are doing. Isn't that awesome? Uh, uh. Supervisor Ken Yeager and Dave Cortezi and then and now with um, Susan Allenberg. Yeah, I think this is an exciting time. And, you know, I'm blessed to serve with good, good people. And, you know, I'm honored to do it. Truly honored. I always think about, you know, sometimes people in, in politics, you know, you hear labor versus business. And you like Dave, Cindy, I think you've crossed both. And I think you have the trust of both. When people talk labor, people talk business, you're able to bring them together. Don't you believe that, too? That's my goal. You know, life is hard enough without making up fake fights. And I I do think that when we're looking at a planet that needs saving and, you know, issues that are so dire, the idea that we wouldn't work together as constantly as we can makes no sense to me at all. Zero. So putting all of that aside, you know, it allows us to tackle big big problems, climate change, a strong business, uh, you know, a, a strong economy, creating room for more women and people of color in, in business and in leadership. I mean, that's, you know, when our focus gets on to whose ox is more gored instead of, mm-hmm. you know, how we're trying to pull the world forward and our region forward, it's, 
you know, it's a real waste of time, I think. <laughs> well, I just know that uh, we've been blessed to have you as a um, supervisor, but a public servant all this time. And we look forward to another four years for that. Is there anything you want to say as we wrap up? We've got about a minute to go. Is there anything you'd like to, to close I, I would just encourage folks to get on that the Office of Women's Policy website for Santa Clara County. There are a lot of really great opportunities there, including some grants, mini grants that folks mm-hmm. can get to celebrate the 100th anniversary, um, you know, right in their own communities. They're small grants. I think they're 500 I mean, maybe like 50 to, to $2,500 to be able to put on events and bring your neighbors out or do events at schools or libraries. And, you know, you don't, I don't even think you need to be a nonprofit to, to, um, I think you need to have a nonprofit who would be willing to, uh, under, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sponsor you, but mm-hmm. this is a real opportunity to get deep into our communities and celebrate. Man, I love it, Cindy. We're going to have to bring you back. Well, we're out of time right now, but we want to thank our guest today, Ms. Cindy Chavez, president of the Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors. You can hear this show again via podcast from our website at blackchamber.com. Under radio, hit podcast. But until next week, we're saying stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections, where your success comes from your connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.